about uh, about Todd, and I, I thought, of course, he's been here 14 years, which which go by so fast in my life, as I'm years years just fly by. But a lot of things have happened during those years of Todd being my pastor. Had some rough years there in the middle of it. Uh, the during the years that um, uh, spent a lot of time with my mom and dad when they were ending, coming to their final years and leaving leaving us, and then. Then during the same time, my last year with my dad, it was my wife, and, and Todd was our pastor through through those trying times and hard times. And think back to all of those days that uh, they 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 seem long, but they don't seem very long. Years just years go by so so fast. But uh, but he he is he, Todd is a, a good man, a conscientious man, a man that loves God. And just in his talk and his walk and his actions, and and during during all of all of those few struggles in my life, I I also thought about the struggles that Todd and Cindy have had in their family and their life as they've as they've served us here, and 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 they still their hearts are burdened today about their family, and uh, they still they 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 I know that they go through terrible times of agony thinking about that. But yet, we don't hear much about that. We don't hear much about their family troubles, and I, I, they they have a tremendous responsibility here with all of us. And that's that's in essence is what a, a pastor does, or what a shepherd does. Uh, a shepherd had an an awesome responsibility. I know a little bit about sheep and a little bit about shepherds. And uh, the shepherds, of course, had to had to feed them, lead them to food, and they had to water them, and had to doctor them, and had to protect them. And then, of course, one got lost. Jesus shared a parable there about the shepherd to leave the ninety-nine and go hunt the one, and and that's a picture of what a shepherd does. And the shepherd, of course, he, he not only he leads his flock to, to new pasture, to water, to guide, and, and heal their broken. If they get hurt, he heals them. And they have an awesome responsibility. And, and Todd's been involved in all of that. And we think about the role of a pastor and a shepherd. And uh, he's always searching for getting the word to, to bring us to the point of, of knowing that we are lost. But I, I want I want to lead, read a couple of verses from First Thessalonians chapter five, verses twelve and thirteen, and talking about honoring honoring our pastor. The thing to remember is when we honor our pastor, we're honoring God because He is just an under under shepherd of of the good shepherd Jesus Christ. When we honor Todd, we're passing the honor on to God because. None of us are worthy of honor. Only, only Christ is worthy of all honor. But if you have your, if you have your Bibles there and you want to open there to, uh, to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 12 and 13, it says, And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourself. So it, it talks about there to to know 
to know our pastor. Uh, and Todd's, a, Todd's an easy man to know. He, he's just, he's humble and he, 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 he's, he's easy to know. But we, we need to always remember the value that, that he serves, that he gives us his flock here at Kingsway. We to honor him and to value him and to give, give him recognition as we're doing today. And this whole month is the day, month that we honor. It's Pastor Appreciation Month, but we're honoring Todd today. We remember that he leads us. And he's always laboring among us. He is at work. Uh, the biggest thing that, that uh, to me is his, his, his sermons each Sunday morning as he, as he admonishes us and he warns us about our condition and our sinfulness. And, and he, he, he's always working here to maintain and strengthen all of our, us believers here. And, and in that in itself is worthy of our respect. And as we, all of those responsibilities he's have, he's he does. It amazes me that the time he has to, to, to participate in the sports activities that we have and all the other things. Besides, the pastor has, is a busy fellow. A lot of time is involved away from home, as George talked about earlier. He, he's not always at home when his family needs help. And another thing. Todd, because Todd is the under shepherd under Jesus, he's our under shepherd. But he, he's he's part of our family. This is a, a small family under God's, the way God set things up. In the beginning, He created man and woman, and He put them in the Garden of Eden. And of course, we know the conditions there; they failed because of sin. But God created a family unit. He wanted the family to be together to nourish and encourage and strengthen one another. Now, I know we talk about in Sunday school some, and one of their members didn't have a father. And, and I, I, I often understand, wonder how, how you cope without a father. But in this world we live in today, so many children grow up without a father, without knowing their fathers, or with, with several people in and out of their life over time. They don't have that love and nourishment that comes from a family unit. And God created a family for that purpose, to nourish and to love and cherish and protect and take care of one another. That's what a church body should be about. We're all a family. If one of us hurts, we all should hurt. If one of us needs help, we all should be pitching to help. That's what a family does for one another. I've been blessed beyond measure. I, I, I sometimes wonder why I have been blessed so abundantly. I grew up with a loving family, loving grandparents on both sides of my family, loving children, loving grandchildren. Uh, my family life and has just been, you know, for me, I think about the norm, but then I see, I see so many families that don't have that. It's hard to, hard to imagine what they don't have, but if they're part of God's family, as we are here at Kingsway, we're just one of uh, one of the, the small flocks that God has scattered all over the world. He has different flocks from different places, all part of the kingdom of God. But we're to nourish and take care of our own here in this in this small flock. It's as we as we think about that, we have we have. 
awesome responsibility too to to take care of our pastor and his wife and his family, and they need our prayers daily. They need our prayers, and all of our all of our each of us in this flock here at Kingsway, we have we have. Uh, we have interactions with one another and, and we're part of one another and, and we need to be aware of one another's needs and take care of our needs. Thinking, saying those things about, uh, about our, our pastor, appreciate his faithfulness here over all these years and, and his hard work and his, his faithfulness to provide for us, but also I want to think about each of us. And, of course, we studied, I thought, how odd we... We studied in Sunday school today. We're studying in Exodus, and we studied the chapter chapter uh, twenty, talking about the Ten Commandments or the Ten Regulations or Rules, however you want. They're not actually commandments. God gave them for His people to to enjoy life. They were instructions for us to live righteously, and of course, we we know that nobody could keep those commandments. That's the reason Jesus came. Jesus came to go to the cross, shed his blood for all of our failures. Regardless of how close we try to abide by God's laws, we fail. We have that sinful nature and we fail. But God made provision. He made a provision through his son, Jesus. Jesus died for our sins, every one of them. And I would, I, I would, I don't know that everybody here this morning, has made that personal personal commitment to Christ, received Him as our Lord and Savior, surrendered their life to Him, and seeks to live under His Lordship. But I would pray this morning, and if there's one here that's never made that decision, that they would contemplate upon that seriously, that because of the wonderful work of our Lord and Savior, God made it possible for us to come back into fellowship with Him. God created us to fellowship with him. He wants our fellowship with him just like he wants our fellowship with one another in this flock here at Kingsway. But he, God, wants, God wants to be with us. He wants us to walk with him and talk with him and, and share with him and, 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 and join with other believers with him. So, so I, w- I would pray that you would consider giving your life to Christ today if you never made that commitment. And I would, I would urge each of you to, to study those chapters there in Exodus about the rules and regulations God gave his people. He, he gave all of those rules and regulations for us to help us live better, to help us, help us know how to cope with life. And then if you go to Deuteronomy chapter 28, in after chapter 27 and, and latter part of chapter 28 of Deuteronomy, talks about a lot of the curses God's going to put on people that don't seek to follow his rules and regulations. God wants obedience from us. But then Deuteronomy Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 1 to 12, talks about all the blessings, all the blessings that God will give his people who follow him. Well, we we want to be obedient to God and follow him. And, And then... Then, of course, and Todd, Todd has preached several times some of these verses, but Romans 10, verse 13 and 14 talks about the necessity of sharing the gospel. And those verses in themselves, uh, I'm, I'm not going to read those, but, but it talks in those verses about, about uh, 
all who call with them in the name of the Lord can be saved. But then he says, how can, how can they call upon the name of the Lord if they haven't believed? How can they not believe if they don't have a preacher? And so what it boils down to, you've got to have a preacher that proclaims God's word for people to hear to, so they can believe. So we all, we all, every one of us in here this morning, are fellow ministers with Todd here at this flock in Kingsway. We need to be faithful to tell others about the saving work of our Lord and Savior. I would, I would, would urge you this morning. I'm going. I'm. I'm no. It's. This is. We. We are taking. The men are doing a service today, but at the time of invitation here in just a few minutes, I'm going to ask Todd to come and stand in front of us as we give an invitation. And that invitation, of course, is if you've never trusted Christ as Lord and Savior, today would be the day we would pray that you would make that decision because everybody needs Jesus. But also, there are, there are times that we, we don't walk as closely with the Lord as we ought to. There's times that we get, break out of fellowship with him. Sin enters in our life. We do, we do things that's not, uh, not pleasing to God. And when we do that, if we don't confess those sins... Uh, John 1 9 says he, if we confess our sins he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness we need to be daily confessed up and, and willing to be God's servant so, so as, we, as we wind up and close this morning we just want to again thank Todd appreciate his faithfulness over these years uh, when, you, when you study about the normal time a pastor stays it's between two and three years in Baptist churches. They don't stay very long. We've been blessed. We've been blessed abundantly to have Todd here 14 years. So, so that, that helps me think, well, he feels like he's part of us anyway. Are, are, we, are we being indoctrinated until he don't, he don't have any desires to leave us? <laughs> but, but, but thank you, Todd, again for your faithfulness. We just appreciate you. Thomas, I have a song to closing song to lead us in.